0: Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Kat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and the host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Kat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis.
1: Welcome to the show, everyone. Tonight we have a really, really great guest for you. Let me tell you a little bit about this guest. Uh, While there may be a whole plethora of books on consciousness, none of them are quite like the new Amazon number one bestseller, Lord Have Murphy, Waking Up in the Spiritual Marketplace. It's really funny. It's a commentary that's, Also, a brilliant entree to a new level of consciousness unknown even to many people who have dabbled in meditation, mindfulness, and yoga. Let me tell you a little bit about the book's author. Dr. Fran Shaw is a longtime practitioner in a spiritual discipline and She's an award-winning university writing instructor. Yeah, I know a lot of you are probably going, oh, my goodness, I'm glad I don't have her. I know that uh, when I was in school and doing a lot of writing, my instructors were like, oh, they, they were so special to me. So out of her really fertile mind has popped this entity, Murphy. And Murphy is a star narrator of this journey into this new level of consciousness, and he has a comment on everything. Now, I don't know about you, but I have met people in my life who always have comments for everything. Many of them are in my family. Some of them are just close friends, but... What's really amazing about this is Murphy is an imaginary person in our author's mind who does commentary on everything that's going on in the world, but especially the spiritual marketplace. So as Fran notes, we hear a lot these days about mindfulness. We hear about weapons of mass instruction and how they are proliferating. So how to clear the air? To trust what's in us and that we're finding our way to it. So to a degree, it's that inner voice, that quiet inner voice, that inner guidance. So with unrelenting humor, this book tells the tale of Murphy giving it a try only to discover in himself an extraordinary truth that, that uh, contact with the finer energy animates us and it awakens us to completely different levels of being alive. So, you know, that, uh, I think that this book reaches a depth within each of the readers that would be difficult to to find without some help and in and in this case the help comes from Murphy. So Lord have Murphy waking up in the spiritual marketplace. Welcome to the show, friend, and I've got to tell you I just love this book. That is so kind. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> so, friend, the first thing I just I you know, going over this book, the first thing I've got to ask you is, did you have some imaginary friend named Murphy when you were growing up as a child? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: I, you know, I'm, I'm a Gemini, so who knows that there's certainly going to be another twin in there somewhere, but uh it's it's funny that you should ask. I just, you know, this is unlike any of the um earlier books that I've written I've written children's books I've written books on writing because I'm a, a writing teacher at a university and Murphy just took over the writing of this book the voice that is Murphy I wanted to write about higher consciousness and the uh I was having a hard time because it just ugh, it just seemed like it wasn't very good I didn't want to make spinach out of the subject and Murphy just kind of charged in, and I wrote the words Murphy here, and uh, from the phrase Lord had Murphy that I'd seen, <laughs> and then all of a sudden this other voice came in that was very very funny and talked about, you know, writing about the mystery has its dangers, namely putting one's hands all over it, and was talking mm-hmm. about uh, the difficulty of believing in the one who thinks he knows, and it was very funny because it sort of made fun of. Uh, well, you know this this whole idea of trying to speak about um, higher consciousness in a way that uh, you know is 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 uh, reflects it a little bit more uh, accurately in the sense of the joy of it and the and the and the freeing nature of it. So uh, that's what Murphy came in. I don't know where he's from. He may have been lurking for a while,
1: but there he is <laughs> on the page. Well, he's quite a personality. And speaking of higher consciousness, did you ever have Murphy come into your dreams and and possibly help you write your book in your dreams?
2: In my dreams? That's interesting because I, hmm, not really. It seems as if... um, just when the the voice started coming out in the in the writing, it, it, I don't think it came out like that. Things would happen, you know, in the four months that, that this voice, or this Murphy voice, was was you know had his his, his way with me. <laughs> uh, I, I would I, I would, it would do, things would happen like I would be compelled to like you know get up like at dawn because something mm-hmm. there'd be a phrase or a, a a paragraph or something that wanted to get written. But I think that has to just do with the the writing writing process sometimes it takes hold of you and when it really does and of course this is these events are few and far between as, as you know you may know with anything creative but it takes hold of you and then you know something something comes out so i don't think so um not not a real person certainly not any kind of entity it's just um uh, a voice that seems to be a lot braver than i am <laughs> And there's a second voice in the book, too, you know. There's the editor's uh, voice, which is much closer to uh, what I do. There's a, the voice of the editor in the book is sort of telling Murphy uh, mm-hmm. you know, how to make the writing better. Why are you talking about this? Let me clarify this. Uh, but in the guise of trying to make help and make the writing better, that voice is really sort of the voice of sort of, catch your breath, let's take a moment here and see what's being said, because Murphy, as you know, goes breakneck and very funny, you know, right uh-huh, to the page, uh-huh the editor sort of brings us back to, well, now what are we really saying about levels of consciousness? This is how I understand it. Is this what you mean? So that's more like uh, you know, Fran, the writing teacher, who would be commenting on anybody's writing, but here it's not just commenting on the writing, but also trying to help define some of the terms, because Murphy makes up words you know, all the time as well.
1: Yeah, and I do that. Too. So I, I totally identified with Murphy. I, did, I just loved him. And so, uh, you know, because Murphy has no filters. <laughs> that's what yeah, I, that's, I realized. You know, whatever goes into Murphy's mind comes out his mouth into the book. Um, He he makes up his own words, he makes up his own ideas, he has his own concepts, and then this incredible editor, which is your other self, you know, it it was like ego and alter ego there, speaking to each other, and um, the editor would would correct Murphy, and, and it was so amazing to watch this because, you know, I'm a psych professor, so when nice. I was seeing this, I was like, oh my gosh, Freud would have a holiday with this, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, he, he would never put this book down, he would just love it so much, and by the end of the book, you fall in love with with Murphy, you fall in love with his absolute honesty, because in the book, although he's making up words, the words make sense to him, and I often talk about it in our dream language as jabberwocky talk, and in mm. your book, almost like Murphy has the, these jabberwocky thoughts that he kind of then walks you through, and I, I found that absolutely Amazing. So uh, you said that that you would wake up early in the morning and then you had this driven desire to go and write. Did you find Murphy popping into your mind while you were writing during the day in the form of daydreams? It's more like I would uh, be, I'd have a a topic uh,
2: in mind, something having to do with, um, it it might be, uh, you know, w- trying to define something like what does it mean when when we get you know identified with something when our we have this obsessive thinking or we get uh, we we feel we're just um, you know we feel low or discouraged or we get we, we kind of our world kind of shrinks. I think as Murphy puts it, he says, um, "Is that the sun blazing gold across the horizon?" I hadn't noticed because my world has shrunk to the size of a kumquat. So. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to talk, try to talk about this idea of identification, you know, where we get identified with something and then our world gets, you know, really shrinks. And what is that like? And trying to think of some stories of to, to illustrate that. And he, that voice would just uh, sort of take over. For instance, on that particular subject, I think that's... Um, I think in Lordhead Murphy that's one of the chapters about travels in the state of identification is really what what that one's all about head case studies that's the name of the chapter uh mm-hmm. and he he he'll, he'll for example murphy so Murphy so I start to tell a story about uh this um woman swimming in a swimming pool and she's um uh someone gets she's trying to do laps and it's really early morning and someone comes in and just keeps crossing right in front of her, so she has to stop every time she's trying to do these laps. And uh, so the Murphy, when he gives, he writes this story. He does it like it's a medical case, you know. So then at the end of the story, he puts, he adds like diagnosis of what, what's happening with this woman that's very upset. And so it's, it's he calls it identification, Alice. I I'm special. You're in my way, shavitus, you know. <laughs> and he gives like
1: a medical name to something. I think.
2: How do we she, that you may, you that's may so start funny. a whole
1: new dictionary, yeah, I know you may start a whole new dictionary. Those words were just just amazing, so you talk about um how we hear a lot these days about mindfulness and then and then you refer to it as weapons of mass instruction are proliferating. <laughs> can you Can you explain that a little bit more to our our listeners?
2: It's it's interesting because Murphy has, of course, the point of view that um, mm-hmm. some of this is for real and wonderful, and some of this is taking us down the garden path where it's not really helping with a change of level, but giving us the the impression that uh, you know we're we're waking up and 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 better people or something like that. For myself personally, um, this is what the the heart of the the book is that's sort of hidden in what the uh, what Murphy is circling around, and also what the editor does finally bring out because it's brought out very clearly, has to do with levels of attention. You know, today there's many pathways that prepare us for a higher level, yet we may not realize that beyond concepts and techniques, there is a finer attention, I guess you could call it life force or sacred energy that's coming into us at every moment, animating us. And the point of the book is that recognizing its touch takes us from even from self-awareness across the threshold into awakening. And that's what Mm -hmm. the heart of the book is, that one could, uh, it it appeals, of course, both to everyday self and higher self, because it's got the humor, but it also has this returning again and again to this, Experience of what is animating, you know, me speaking now, and what's animating uh, you, Kathleen, listening, and everyone listening. There's something that's very uh, subtle in us: this vibration, this life force. Many uh, names for it, but really no words for it. It's, it's a mystery mm-hmm. to be known, mm-hmm. but It can be actually perceived. There's a subtle energy penetrating the body, moving through it, and I can perceive that because I'm a human being. And in the moments that I can recognize that and perceive that, it it adds this um, dimension of balance in the moment. First of all, it cuts it breaks the hold of that identification my attention goes very wide it expands again so i'm not that little kumquat mind uh but it it expands again and i'm in both streams at the same moment the one that's just speaking normally but also having this activated attention for some very a very subtle impression of what's flowing through the body and it does take practice uh, to to first to, have enough attention in the body so that you can then perceive, be sensitive enough to much subtler impressions such as this mm, vibration or energy I don't even have the word for it that's flowing through us. So mindfulness practice is wonderful I mean look we're doing it in corporations we're doing yoga and studios all over the place We're, we're doing all sorts of wonderful things we are moving towards awakening and Murphy's trying to say that unless there's this real shift that we can recognize and one of the hallmarks of that is that you can be aware of this subtle animating energy field of the body I guess is another way to say it, that's the beginning of the dimension of having that experience the energy field of the body rather than just uh, you know, I'm, I got, I, went, I got quiet for 10 minutes and I my thoughts slowed down, I followed my breathing and now I'm going to go out in the world and just, you
1: know
0: continue
2: Mm -hmm. my day Mm -hmm. he thinks so well you know we're
1: going to we're going to pursue a bit more about murphy when we come back from from this short break and uh we'll also find out how you our listeners can contact dr fran shaw so don't go away we're going to be talking a little bit more about murphy Hey, Jenna, have you seen the
2: TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99?
0: OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Canavan. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO
2: of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind.
0: Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, Wicked Housewives on CapeCod.com.
1: Kathleen O'Keefe Canvas and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to Wicked Housewives on CapeCod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Canvas and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked House Lives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their writer's workshop intensive to get writing and get published. Go to Wicked Housewives on CapeCod.com. Welcome back to the show, everyone. And if you just tuned in, we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, We have Dr. Fran Shaw with us, and she's talking about her book, Lord Have Murphy, Waking Up in the Spiritual Marketplace. So welcome back, Fran. Uh, And I I wanted to ask you, uh, can you kind of take us through the nexus of uh, the idea of Murphy? Where did Murphy come from when did you first meet murphy
2: i first met murphy uh sitting in front of the computer uh, fairly frustrated because i was on sabbatical i had a limited amount of time and when you're on sabbatical you have to write a book and i knew what i wanted to write about because uh, i thought if i tried to write something about higher consciousness it would actually compel a level of consciousness in front of the computer, so if nothing came of the book, at least the process would be uh, enlivening. And I was looking at drawings, and there was this uh, picture of uh, that my friend Bruce M. Sherman had given me a whole bunch of drawings to do captions for for a different project, and there was this kneeling figure with a kind of a bird on his head, beseeching the heavens. The drawings are very funny in the book, and it said, or it's Lord have Murphy on the side. And then I just wrote the words on the computer, Murphy here, because I thought Lord have Murphy made me smile, and I really want this book to. I want hu- humor can sort of break the hold of identification. Mm-hmm. Also, we have to laugh about this. We can't be making spinach out of this subject. Do this, do that. Steps one, step two, step three. Oh no! I this is I can't do this. I I mean, sometimes uh, this idea of um, going stop putting a, uh, a, a something in the midst of the flow of life to stop myself so that I have to go be quiet. I have to, It's just like another t- thing on my to do list. It's stressful, and that's not the, <laughs> yeah. that's not the yeah. flavor yeah. To do at all. All right, relax, <laughs> It's like, please let me sleep and dream and go into my subconscious mm-hmm. so that I can get away from this stress of having to be awake. <laughs> you know, I'd be like having not not measuring up in terms of mindfulness or any other thing. It's I'm like I'm going 90 miles an hour. So, and the thing is that I found from my own uh, practice and Murphy writing the Murphy book and Murphy coming out and saying it, this idea of getting on the bus running came out of Murphy. It's like we can be aware of this animating quality without changing anything about ourselves we don't have to fix ourselves we don't have to quiet ourselves it may be that in the beginning we we might need some things like that to to do to have to be able to have some attention in our in our body so that we can have a sustained uh, awareness and a receptivity to this energy that's animating us, yet once we have that, we need to get on the bus running we We uh, you know have to in in a moment be able to just. Be in both streams at the same time, have enough facility with this to be in both streams at the same time, so then we are human beings where we have both the higher and the everyday together, not a choice between one or the other. That's what Murphy mm-hmm. talks about in the book, so I think that's why he appeared to me to show me that it's even possible for me to do, to do that and to be in that. Um, so that's what the message is coming coming through, and I don't know if it's it's possible for other people, but it's certainly after these decades of practice, it is a, a wonderful uh, possibility to live one's life, kind of going in and out of being in both streams all during the day at different moments.
1: And no, that's I why Murphy appeared. Uh, yeah, uh, and and that makes you know it's great. I think you just connected with the other part of yourself that gave you balance. Uh, you know, that that lighter uh, part of ourselves. And, and then, again, you touch on how joy and laughter actually gives us a higher vibration. And from that higher vibration, we can actually heal both our mind, body, and spirit, because that higher vibration is actually a healing vibration. And Murphy takes you there. There's no way you can't read this book and laugh and just laugh and laugh. And so, in a way, it was, you know, your two selves coming together in this book to create a, to 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 create this one higher level and and that's one of the things that I I loved so much about it. So uh we're down to can you believe it we're down to our last 7 minutes so I'd really like for you to share with our listeners your contact information and how and where they can get your book. uh Lord Have Murphy.
2: Certainly, Kathleen, and I think what you just said is just so wonderful. It is about bringing balance. That's exactly it. I can't balance myself, but when I'm in this flow of energy, at the same time as I'm just being myself in life, for some reason, nothing dominates because it's so compelling. This uh, this connection and this the taste of this energy is so compelling that it brings me into balance. It really is. The energy brings me into balance, and I can still be just myself but in this, this energy. So it absolutely, laughter brings this a higher vibration, especially when we're looking at stories of of uh, people just like you and me that get stuck with this and, you know, being judgmental or being, I want to shove you out of my way, all these things but that Murphy puts these funny words on because it's like, yes, I'm like that, ha-ha. I don't have to be like that. I can go wide with my attention at any moment. So you certainly can, uh, you know, get information about this, and I have two other books about attention, earlier books, at Franshaw Books. Dot com. So com has uh, Murphy and has excerpts and pull quotes and has the drawings. You can look at the drawings there, too. And the other place, of course, obviously, is um, Amazon. You can get both hardcover, which is really a, actually a beautiful uh, book with the art, the color art and everything. But you can get it on Kindle. Too, and you can get it for iPad, and you can get it for Nook, and things like that. But com has that and other two books on attention, and a lot of you know excerpts and just things to read if you just want to sort of dip into it with no commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you just want to, if you just want to laugh, you know, um, he, uh, he's very it's very freeing to me even to he cheers me up too. Let's put it that way. So. <laughs> he
1: cheers everybody up. Uh, and so if if you feel like you need um a bit of higher vibra- vibration, make sure you go and check out uh doctor Franshaw's book Lord Have Murphy. You're gonna love Murphy. Lord Have Murphy waking up in the spiritual marketplace. So uh, we ba- we basically have one more, time for one more question, so I have to ask you, was it difficult letting go of Murphy after the book was done, or is Murphy still with you? <laughs> you know, I, I even tried to add
2: to the book uh, months later uh, it, it, with Murphy, and it just... You know, I was trying to have him write something about suffering, but I think I was suffering too much to be able to write in the Murphy voice. But every time I write an article, because I've got articles, you know, on a lot of um, you know spiritual magazine websites, all of, all this month, last month, things like that. You know, whenever I'm writing something, I'll show it to my husband. He'll say, get, "Get Murphy to write it. You know, he'll be so much better than you. Can't you get him to blog on your website? Get Murphy to write it." So I don't know. He hasn't. Um, he hasn't really shown up again. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's kind of sad, Aww. you know, a magic dragon, the magic <laughs> dragon son, Well, I don't know, he's such a character, you might be able to, uh, you might be able to get him to come back by offering him a treat or two, I think he might do <laughs> it. <laughs> so in our last few minutes that are left, can you share with with, with our audience one of your favorite joys as an instructor?
2: I love to see when my students, my writing students, uh, when I I like to treat them as undiscovered geniuses because, you know, you never know. I love to see them light up in class. And we do a lot of writing experiments in our class where we try to have this Shift into you know greater sensitivity, greater awareness in the moment, just to to tap into that source of creativity you know that that deeper you might even call it the subconscious, that deeper level mm-hmm. in us from which you can a lot of this creative energy flows, so I love it when uh together when we're together in in unity in that classroom, and people just are lit. Because it's contagious, like as Murphy says, consciousness mm-hmm. is contagious, and it may not have to go viral. <laughs> you know, really, it, we could the world can be changed by uh, just a number of people just being lit in this way, just connecting with actually what we are beyond form, what this this energy that we are beyond my individual form, the Lord part of the title. You know that that connotes a lot of things besides uh, a higher power. It means these experiences, these these qualities we taste when we're awake and love capital L higher intelligence that bypasses thought, light. All these things you can see that happening in people's faces, and I that's really satisfying when when that can happen when I'm with with students and we're in a writing workshop.
1: Mm. That, that is just beautiful. And you're right. Change does start with thought, which which then becomes energy. So uh, I'm going to leave uh, you with the with the last thought. What thought uh, would you like to share with our listeners? We have about a minute left. So Certainly, what would you Kevin, like them to walk away from this radio interview with?
2: We can live in a new way a very
1: freed
2: way just by uh, trying to discover and then recognizing this animating quality in us. We're on the brink of discovering how that mobilizing our attention can open us to this whole other level of being alive. And from this... a more awakened state, comes our absolutely best action in the world, our best action for others. So what I wish for you and me and everybody listening is that we, you know, continue whatever practice we're doing and be alert that we could actually wake up to this energy that's flowing through us at every moment and actually live in it, activate attention and live in it while we don't have to change anything about ourselves at all, except just to have this awareness of this energy, and it will do the job for us. <laughs> and and That's
1: that it. is yeah, that is beautifully said. And so I actually wish this for Murphy, and I wish that all of our listeners will meet their Murphy and merge with them, and let that inner voice just uh, let you giggle until so whatever it is that is ailing you, ailing you, uh, is healed because laughter is medicine. So, I want to thank you Dr. Fran Shaw for being on the show with us t- today to talk about Lord Have Murphy waking up In the Spiritual Marketplace. And uh, I look forward to any other books that you write, especially if they've got Murphy in them. So thanks, everybody, for listening tonight. And uh, tune in again next Wednesday, same time, same place, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for more great authors.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Canada Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com, and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.